0: Only Area 51 we will be raiding is the Arcade Cabinet. This is Fluxabose episode 270, recorded on July 16, 2019. On the docket today, we're back from vacation. Let's go around the web. What you plan featuring Masters of Doom in midsummer? As always, we're going to close with the show with that sweet, sweet, awkward finish. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And enjoy the show. take some time off and we got to remember all over again how i do my things i'm supposed to do (laughs) i was like is he pointing for me to start or is he telling me he needs a minute i'm not sure what that means i
1: used every hand signal in the book
0: and i was just kind of like glassy eye going well
1: you don't want to it's it's a weird thing because you don't want to like go and then not be the right time and throw everything off next
0: time just give me a hand jive in there
1: hand job yeah
0: Uh, no, hand drive.
1: Oh, oh, you had me all excited. <laughs> well, no, I was that, over that, here.
0: That, what? That, that would require us to hang out in, in person. That's true. That, Nobody wants know. that.
1: I, I had to use know. my left hand to start the uh, intro song. <laughs> <laughs> and are to... using the,
0: the stranger. The <laughs> yeah, stranger <that's> technique. Exactly. <laughs> I... Welcome to Fluxbox. <laughs> this is the show. This is what you can expect. If you've never been here before, thank you for joining us. If you're returning in person, well, that's super. We're great. Hope you're great, too. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Join us on Discord. flexibles.com slash Discord gets you the invite into the server. We stream this show live on Twitch.tv slash Every Tuesday, 9 p.m.-ish, Eastern Standard Time. Love to have you in the live chat. Come hang out. And uh, we're still doing that community survey. I don't know for how long. We'll keep posting it there in the show notes. We'd love to get your feedback on the show, what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong, what you'd like to see changed. And uh, if you're so inclined... Like some cool people, you can check out Patreon, Patreon.com/LuxSuppose. Help this little show that could be a greater sum of all its parts. Woo! That's Depose in a nutshell. This is our hangout podcast. We invite you to pull out a chair, sit down on it, grab a frosty beverage, some liquidating water, whatever you want. You oh, know? that's just, what I forgot. Just my frosty hang out beverage. With us. I got I got this massive forty-eight ounce Nalgene bottle of water. I'm going to drink here. Yum. Because I'm going to. Here I go.
1: <laughs> He's doing it live, folks. <sighs> Delicious.
0: Lucas, I was on vacation. I'm sure you want to hear all about it, don't you?
1: I do. I mean, our our contact was quite limited, so I'm curious. I don't really know.
0: Yeah, I tried to How'd stay up Discord. I mean, I kind of scrolled through the old tweets every once in a while, but I, I didn't really try to, you know, mostly Discord. I was just opening it and scrolling through servers just to keep the white notification lights away. Mm-hmm. And well, to keep things, that. you know, um, otherwise, yeah, I didn't really pay attention to it. I mean, I'm sure in PSVG, I missed thousands of conversations. I, you know, mm. I saw it, my yeah. phone explode when, uh, the switch light was announced and. Oh so, yeah. Yeah. You were gone you know, for that. Saw that. But I mean, yeah, other than that, it was nice to, uh, to unplug as they say. Yeah. Vacation was good. Um, longer than expected. You know, we, we left, uh, we left our house. When did we leave? Sunday? Saturday, we left Saturday, excuse me, and uh, stayed at my in-laws, and then um, we're there on Sunday, had lunch with my mom, and then we got up early Sunday morning, packed up and took the drive up to, well, we boarded the dogs, and we took the drive to Mackinac Island in northern Michigan, which is about a three, is a little bit over a three hour drive from where we're at, um, we stayed on the island for a week. At a location called Mission Point, which I've stayed on the island before, which it's just really nice because the main strip of the island is very touristy. There's all the shops and the fudge and the bars. So that, that's where all the action happens. And you get away from that, and it's a much more uh leisurely experience. For those that are may not be aware, Mackinac is one of the Mackinac Island specifically is one of the more historic sites in Michigan. Uh there was a fort, a British fort, I believe. Was it British? I believe it was. Yeah, Bri- I believe uh, so. Originally, there was a British fort there that was during, like, I believe the, um, the war of, gosh, it wasn't, it wasn't the revolution. You no, know, you know what? I think it was during the War of 1812. I want to think. I don't think it was during the Revolutionary War. I think it was during um, the War of 1812, but there was a couple forts. There's a Fort Michelin-Mackinac, and there's a Fort Mackinac. So, on the island, it was actually Michelin-Mackinac, and then Mackinac City, which is a neighboring Large port, well, one of the main access ports to get the island. There was another fort there as well. Um, Interesting tidbit I learned that there's an ice. There's a famous naval icebreaker ship that's now a museum. The Coast Guard used it, so it's this huge, massive freighter that essentially just plowed through the ice of the Great Lakes to keep the (laughs) waterways open. And suppose they're like this. This is one of the ships that helped win the war because during World War II they kept the channels open because they were shipping iron ore. From Minnesota through the Great Lakes down to Gary, Indiana, of course, where it was smelted <laughs> and produced into dim-
1: home of Michael the
0: Jackson, the, the machines of the war. You know, where where someone like Daniel Plainview, he's an oil man, could could, could make his fortune.
1: It's true. So, and they made those maps. I don't know, those old time. I don't know where maps. I'm
0: going. With this, but uh, getting back to Mackinac it. Island, it's, it's historic. They don't allow any vehicles on the island. I think the only ones are you'll see, I think there's some trash. Um, some dump trucks, um, some trash trucks, and they have an ambulance. But otherwise, it's all bicycles and horses. So it's like it's a very interesting experience, but very expensive, too, because here on the island, they're like, oh, let's upcharge everything. So you want an entree that's going to be a minimum of $15. So <sighs> you have a wife, a kid, and you're looking at a minimum of $50 to go to a meal.
1: It's all those. It's because they have to uh, ship everything in from the mainland. Exactly.
0: Beer was about the only thing that wasn't upcharged. It was like four to six dollars a pint, depending on what you hmm. what you got. But I mean, it was good. The only the crummy the crummiest day is when I had to do payroll there because we did have Wi Fi at the resort, but I was working off a laptop and I had to run. It took me forever just to generate the reports and to get everything into Excel. It took me like four and a half hours of my Wednesday Yuck. doing payroll. So I mean, luckily I get to credit that PTO back to myself, but. I just, it's tough to stomach how much money we spent that we didn't have. But then I tell myself we haven't done, gone on vacation since we went on our honeymoon. And, you know, sometimes you got to just, just do it. You got to have, you got to live every once in a while, you know, yeah. I guess that's what I'm getting at. And you got to have, you know, making memories with our son and having experiences. And
1: I was going to you know. ask you how that, cause this is your first real this is the vacation,
0: reverse vaca- right? real vacation and first vacation with a toddler. Yeah. Which, which changes things. I mean, my in-laws were up there too, you know, so we did a lot of stuff with them. We weren't with them all the time, but so like, you know, we still had his nap. So when it was time for his nap, we went back to our room and my wife naps dies. I I read, I didn't really, I brought my switch. I think I only played it for maybe an hour. I didn't hardly, I didn't even touch that. I was either, um, reading or, or just, uh, that's what I really did. You were living mostly. the simple life, I mean, man. You had a yeah, julep
1: just... on the grand hotel front porch and you <laughs> yeah. were reading. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah, I mean, we kept pretty stringent. We tried to get him a nap every day between 12 and three. And then, you know, we'd have him, he'd stay up a little bit later, but we'd still have him in bed between seven and eight. So, I mean, that was kind of the downside is like, you know, we couldn't enjoy the too
2: nighttime. much extra
0: things. You know, did, You know, yeah, we had a patio, but we didn't really use it too much. And then. Um, my in-laws watched him one night, so we got to go out and have dinner and that was, that was a good time, but, um, it's different. It's a lot different with the kid. I mean, he was, he did all right though. I mean, he, he slept well, he, he had a lot of fun. I think like, he kid really had a good time and cool. it was just good for me that, you know, I didn't work for five days. So, you know, just yeah. to spend that time not working completely, completely with a family and focus was, was really nice. And we were hoping to be back on Saturday. So you get that nice recharge at home. Yeah, And we, we ended up visiting my dad and he's got one of the, what does he have? He has a a, Pol, a, Pol, yeah, a Polaris Ranger, you know, like those little golf cart, off-road, yeah. wheelies, you know, ATV type things. And we had, uh, we went on a ride with that. And my, my brother and his wife and their son were there too. So with, with the boys were getting to play together. We stayed a lot longer at my dad's than I expected. And uh, we're like, there's no way we can go home. We're not going to go home until nine. We can't keep eating up that late. We're starving. Let's just stay at. Your folks again, so we stayed over another night and then got home on Sunday, which leads to the next story. Oh, oh, we're like, okay, so we went to an open house on Saturday that we really liked. We're like, okay, let's put an offer in it.
1: Yeah, we I saw did. you had mentioned that. On put an card. offer
0: on this house in Rockford, and then we found out we're like, let's. There's some more things we want to do around the house. So we brought home a power washer, the power washer with us because we're going to power wash the backside of the house. And they were like, we need to clean up the backyard. So we got home on Sunday, just mowed. Then I went out there and trimmed all the weeds that had gone crazy in their backyard and around the whole house. Got that all trimmed down. And then plan was we're going to prune the trees a little bit and then power wash. Well, I was like, how much is it a power? Like, I want to rent like a power pruner, which essentially a chainsaw and a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted. But it was like a minimum of like an hour, like four hour rental. And it was like 60 bucks. I was like, I'm just going to buy a manual pruner then for 40. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I don't see the point. So I might need pruner. to do that.
1: I might need to rent one of those chainsaws on a stick for the driveway. I'll, I'll talk about that oh, when you're done. But
0: yeah, it'd tell you what manual pruning sucks. But I mean, it made a huge difference. We got most of the backyard cleaned out, but then there was some, this larger branch was taking forever to saw through. I'm like, I'm just gonna get the chainsaw. I've never used a chainsaw before. My mom gave me her electric chainsaw forever I was gonna to go say tomorrow. electric so or gas. I still had it. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm sawing off branches. Nice. Get all that cleaned up. Got all that cleaned up, and then we got super ambitious because we could, we did need a quote to have professionals come out. We have a pine tree that slowly died, and they take that down. They prune the trees, and then along between in my basement here, over to my left, there's um, a space between mine that's it, it, the bordering house. So the my air conditioner's on this side of the house, and there's probably like I'd say ten feet in between the two houses, ten to fifteen. I'm not sure exactly. And we have a bunch of trees. We had like three trees, smaller trees that are like right around the edge of our house. If we had like cinder block foundation, it might be a concern. We don't, you gotta worry about it. You don't want the roots getting into your foundation. Mm-hmm. But there's like this vine system that grows along our fence. And then it's all over in these trees and it's, it tries to grow into the siding and it's up on the roof. And so these trees are like unruly. They need to come down to you. So we originally got a quote for all that done. And then Jess is like, we should try taking those trees down. We should, I bet we could do it. And we're like, all right, why not? So we start hacking away get a lot of the extra crap cleared away, take down one of the small ones. So I got these two tall trees left. Now here's the problem. My neighbors got the satellite dish and then they've got the, their internet cable run comes out there too. And I'm like, well, let's do this. If we, if we line it up, right, we can get the tree to fall right into the backyard. So put, <laughs> put the notch God. in there. You know, I've watched enough TV. I know this done. Right? I get, cut the, cut the V notch the v, in there. Start yep. making the next cut.
1: And we're Push like, it. we're going to
0: start pushing it and then we'll cut it the rest of the way through. And then, we thought we had it cut. No, like the core of that tree was still solid, and the tree is, like, wobbling. Oh, and no. So Jess and I are holding it, and then I'm like, I'm holding it in place. I'm like, I, we can't get it moving. She's like, what do you want me to do? She's like, should I go get Fred? He was our neighbor. She's like, should I get Fred to help? And I'm just, like, standing there holding this tree up. And I'm just like, <laughs> uh, not, no. She's like, no, like, yes, we don't need Fred. Fred. So I felt like for an eternity, I'm sitting here holding this tree, and I can just feel my back just, like, and I'm, like, shifting positions and having to study it. So my neighbors come over. He's either stoned or drunk. Maybe both. It's now waiting I mean, down They're, here feeling got good. they're out Like, here. oh yeah, we can take this down. Yeah, no problem. Just cut it. Cut it. We got this. So we somehow we get the first tree down. Okay. Good. The problem is the second tree is much taller. There's no way it, it would much easier to fall to the front yard, but then we're gonna damp- probably take out that power that line. Which, so we can't do that. Okay. So I get up on the roof. I take off extra branches from the roof, and then <laughs> We try to tie a line around it so they can pull it. The line breaks as soon as we try. So I'm like, finally, I'm like, okay. So I'm I'm on the roof, grabbing a bunch of this tree, sitting on my butt so I'm balanced. Because one time I almost slingshotted myself off the roof already when I was pulling the tree back. I lost my footing a little bit, and the tree went, and I almost went with it. If that would have been the case, I would have just held on for dear life, you know? I would hope that you would
1: make a goofy (laughs) noise, like, ah!
0: And not do, like, a human tribuchet off of this thing. Okay. So I'm holding the tree and then just cuts it. And then I like guide it down the tr- the roof line. And somehow we got it to land perfectly where we wanted to. We didn't hit the fence. We didn't hit the house. We I did hit part of the gutter on the way down and knocked it loose. But we just put a bigger screw on. Deal. So I got all the trees down. Dang. We thought this was going to be a quick job. We ended up spending three hours after Aiden went to bed. Oof. Hadn't checked on our son and like until it was like 930. I'm exhausted. I'm like covered in tree pieces and dirt everywhere it was
1: hot outside too it was hot
0: and it was it was crazy and the difference is amazing because i'm used to usually looking out this small basement window and seeing tree and now i don't see the neighboring house it's it's insane what a difference it's made did you do a
1: before and afters
0: i think just did because we were we've got this neighbor that shares the lot behind us and he came over one day came up to the backyard i think when justin were out there and he was talking to her he was like you know i'm I'm for a paraphrase. I'm like, I'm Larry, you know, from across the tree. And I've been I've been meaning to come on talk to you guys for a while, but uh, you know, I've been over to the front door, but nobody's been home. And just like, first of all, that's bullshit because I'm home oh, every day. Yeah. We're always here. You've seen us here, and he's like, Well, you know, you guys have been throwing I know it's my tree, but you know, I appreciate it if you're not throwing sticks over in my side of the fence. And I've seen the grass clippings you guys throw back here, and it's like, okay, I know for a fact I haven't thrown any grass clippings back there for like three years. Yeah. So, and it's all like his house sits at the far end of the property and it's just like some random trees and crap there. It's like, okay, whatever. He's going to be one of those dudes. Yeah. So we took the pictures just in case, because these are his, the trees that are on the way I understand it, what we were told of your fence, your property line goes straight up. So when the, if the tree's on your side, you can do whatever you want to it because it's on your property. So we're just like, we're going to take pictures anyway, in case this is like that guy that would cause, you know, a stink, a situation. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we were lumberjacks, man. I, I felled some trees. Nice, um, and we didn't have to pay to pick it up because my neighbor wants to burn them all. So oh, I was like, going to okay, say, sweet. what are you
1: going to do with that wood? I could probably build a pretty sweet bookshelf.
0: Right? <laughs> so, and then we did. We did get uh, him, and a, we got him a certificate to a Texas Roadhouse. Oh, because we couldn't have done it without him, and we were very appreciative of their help.
1: And so, you uh, sounds like you uh, harshed his his buzz a little bit by making yeah, him do some
0: work. I know, and dude, I was so sore. I like laid down that night and I was just like you can just feel your back and the muscles like
1: everything yeah. pops when you move
0: like every vertebrae bur- slowly like it was tough never done that before definitely we might have got a little over ambitious for ourselves but hey all worked out. Dang. So what's the perfect way to end vacation is to like throw yourself into laborious work. Um
1: <laughs> you come home and you're just like I hate and our then, and then later
0: that night we found out our offer wasn't accepted. So
1: mm. That's a good I way to damper your spirits.
0: I, it, just, it seems like more and more like, I don't know. I think we had a really strong offer price wise, but I feel like people just don't want to deal with the contingency. And like these people weren't even going to get turnover, like couldn't give occupancy until like September because they're building a new house. So I didn't mm-hmm. think a timetable would be an issue. Mm-hmm. Like somebody else in Granville, I just saw they sold their house. They, they bought a house at asking price and they sold their house 30,000 over asking price in Dang. Two out, two hours.
1: Holy crap! Two
0: hours. So I mean, the market's insane. It's just super competitive, and I think I'm in more the wrong more, business. I think what's going to happen, I feel like, is we're just going to stay here through the winter, so I don't have to commute, and then we're just going to sell the house in the spring, and then I don't know what we're going to do. We're probably going to move in with my in-laws for a little bit, and then I'll have a boatload of money to pay off everything, and then we'll just start shopping because I feel like you just anything anything that sep- like can possibly hold you back right now in this market, it does, and they just. Seller, you know why it's a seller's if, market, I, so they can yeah, just pick and, if and all choose. All things are equal. Why do they? If you're gonna, if our, if our loans are equal in the dollar amounts equal, well, you're gonna pick someone that can just buy, or are you gonna pick someone that has to sell a house first. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. It's the crummy, part about it. So. Yeah.
1: Dang. Wow. Well, I we might be down looking down that road eventually as well as the I mean, kids get older.
0: Yeah, so, I mean. You don't have much of a choice there, because I mean, you got the you just got the two bedrooms, and it's like, what well, you are gonna you'd have to convert that space you're in right now to a bedroom, otherwise. Basically,
1: yeah. I mean, they can share a room for a little while, but you know, after a while, it becomes a little bit inappropriate. So, at a certain age, yeah. so yeah. plus the space, we only have one bathroom, and you know, two That's kids, two adults, ba- one That's, bathroom, one yeah. small ass bathroom.
0: Like Justice shows mm-hmm. me, "What if one of us gets sick? What are we going to do? It's, what if we get sick at the same time?"
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: What if we both get explosive diarrhea? What are we going to do? You know,
1: I just go on the sink. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> worked in Montreal, I babe.
1: Mean, this is a double. This is double sink. There's enough room for you. <laughs> Don't I'm going worry. To top deck oh. this one. Oh god, gross. Make sure you go into the uh, garbage disposal. <laughs> yeah. Turn that sucker oh. on. Oh god. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, I guess I'll do mine. I had a birthday. You were gone.
0: Yeah. Happy birthday. It,
1: thank you. It was
0: It was fine. We used, to give each, we used to give each other marginal gifts on our birthdays. Now we're just like, hope we had a good birthday. Yeah. Pretty you. much. Pretty we much. We have parties and have fun on our birthdays. I was going to say, just- I
1: didn't do that really either. So you didn't miss anything. I didn't do anything. We went out to eat Um, for my birthday, which was nice. We went to HopCat. I only got one in there forever. Well, we got a um, couple gift cards for recommending um, our realtor to somebody else. So Mm. uh, they sent us them and things. Did you get
0: the cowboy burger?
1: You know, I think I did actually. Is that the stuff? It's stuffed, isn't it? I think mine was stuffed. I was going, I was debating between that one and another one. And I don't remember what I got. I had bacon on it. I had an onion ring. I got Perfect. jalapenos on the side. That's all you need. Yeah. I didn't. I did try one of them. They were fried. It wasn't that bad. Oh, I like the taste of a jalapena. I just can't handle the spiciness. Mm. It's like an extra good green pepper or something. You know Has what I it? mean? It's good. I yeah. know. Yeah, I know. I'm just glad I didn't pay for it later in the uh, speaking of <laughs> liquid diarrhea, whatever, explosive diarrhea. Um. Yeah. So it was pretty low key birthday. You know, uh, we went out to eat. That was fun without uh, the children. Ooh, and uh, nice. then I went and saw. Him. See, on my birthday, we didn't actually do anything. My birthday present, well, not my present, but my birthday happening. The thing that we did was I basically got to stay at Ooh. home and do nothing downstairs in the basement all day. So I could pretty much do whatever I wanted, which was kind of nice because that's been you a while. Got like
0: a Lucas Day, like self care yeah. day. Yeah, pretty
1: oh. much. Pretty much. And uh, I would just
0: waste that. And I would feel like there's no way if I got there's no way I could properly take advantage of such a situation.
1: Well, you do have it. There are times when you're just like, I just want to sit here and browse YouTube or Facebook or something because I haven't gotten to do that where you just sit with your mind blank and you're not doing anything and you're just enjoying the peace and quiet. Well, see, because our my son went to his grandparents. So that made oh, okay. it a little bit easier for all that to happen. That wasn't really the plan; it just kind of worked out that way. So, um, yeah, it was. And then my birthday present happened to come uh, on that day as well, which was I got some media shelves uh, to hold my DVDs and games and stuff because I was using this nasty ass white bookshelf. And so now I have a little bit of more like they're black; they go with the. Uh, all I can see st- is the impressive over Cody markings. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know he's horrible. So now I have those, the the black one. They're hard to see, but I have those instead of those awful white. They blend it
0: nicely with the entertainment stand. Exactly.
1: And that's going to get removed and changed out too because I don't really like that one. That's just a cheaper one that I bought because I didn't think I could hang the TV on the walls. And then I found out there actually was studs in here, so I didn't have to get that type. Because it was one that had the bar on the back where you could just hang the TV on the bar that's connected to the entertainment stand. So. But that'll go eventually because I need more space and stuff for that, too. And I don't like how it uh, doesn't have a back panel. So you see all the wires. You don't route them through Uh, anything. They're just kind of there. Yeah. Looks messy. So, uh, yeah. So I have that to hold my collection of nothings. And, uh, yeah. So I just watched a bunch of movies, basically. And then the next day, for the rest of my birthday, I went to the movie theater by myself and watched a movie. But I'll talk about that in the what you play in section. I basically wow. said, I need to figure out a way to watch this movie because I really, there are, there are so many good movies in the theater right now. Like it's, it's nuts. I believe a, it. Spider-Man, uh, crawl that alligator, um, monster flick, movie that turned out to be, it's got like a 90% on rotten tomatoes. Wow. I couldn't believe it. The
0: last movie I'd have to go back and listen to the show. I think to figure out the last movie I saw in a theater, <laughs> I think. I think it was Black Panther. Whoa. that is That was what? Last year? Right? Wait. What, cause, no. It had to have been Infinity War Part 1. I think that was it. Yeah. Infinity War okay, Part 1. So that was
1: Christmas of last year?
0: Yeah. Dang.
1: Well, I mean, a, I'm not much it further was it. away. When,
0: did, when did Hereditary came out before that, I'm pretty sure. In, so,
1: uh, yeah, just before uh, that. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm pretty October. sure it's
0: Infinity War. Yeah. Wow. Oof. hmm Well, um, uh... Somehow I haven't seen any spoilers for Endgame. So, how about that? That's pretty impressive. See, I
1: find that if you just avoid it for about a week, week and a half, you, um... Kind of, like, the excitement and the spoilers kind of fall off. And then yeah. everyone's moved well, on to the well, next well, thing. Well,
0: there's Discord channels I'll never go into again. But... Yeah. You like
1: the one that's in PSVG that's literally labeled spoilers. Yeah. Or oh, I don't <laughs> yeah. go I
0: don't go into the other movie one anymore either. I have them both muted and I've t- I I've taken myself off any roles that were frequently tagged there.
1: I, I yeah, I try not to really talk about spoilers or anything like that unless it's specific to that channel. Because I you mean you never know.
0: Spoiler spoiler culture I think is gone. We're a bit overboard with that now, you know, but Yeah. I think, it, I don't know. I, I I feel bad for anyone that makes uh any movie related you know podcast. It's like, well, I'm never gonna watch. I'm I'm sorry, I can't listen to your show. Well, because that's yeah. I'm never gonna I'm never gonna see anything like I want to see. Not. Current. I want to see Midsummer. I'd have, I'd like to see the Spider Man movies. Um, you know, I haven't seen any of those yet. It's just. Is what it, it is. What it is. It's
1: easy yeah. to get behind. It's like video games. Once you get. Like, once you fall off the bandwagon, then it's yeah. really, you're just like, well,
0: whatever. Yeah. Like like the, Momentum. the, the Netflix uh, Marvel series. I'll yeah. never watch those. Because yeah. I got behind and I'll never, because now it's just like so daunting. Yeah, the the idea to get caught back up. Yeah. Like I'm well, gonna
1: do it. and something else has to suffer. And and what that was for me, because I when we get to what you play playing, I have a lot of movies to talk about. But I didn't play hardly any video games at all. See, that was the trade-off. I, I, it gets to be, I basically have about two hours in total to actually do stuff because I have to go back upstairs to feed Evelyn and everything. So that kind of splits up the time. Plus now our son is going to bed later. Um, and sometimes he still naps, which means he goes to bed even later. Um, and when I say later, I mean, it's not like he's going to bed at 11 or anything, but still, um, But anyways, the other thing that I had to talk about was automobiles. Now, this started with me finally getting off my butt and working, reworking out my uh, my car, though. I've talked about it in the past. I did the timing belt change on it and everything. And then I found Mm -hmm. out that something was wrong and the timing belt had gouges in it. And I knew I was going to have to redo it and I was going to have to wait because it was too late in the year, blah, blah, blah. So I finally got around to taking the car cover off, getting it back up on the jack stands and starting to do the work on it. And boy, oh boy. When I took that car cover off, it was really, really
0: depressing. I I saw the pictures.
1: Yeah. it's. I mean, because of the way that the car cover lets dust and water through, it basically acted like a sponge that just sat on top of my car. So now there's a bunch of fine dirt and dust on there. So it looks in really bad shape. It looks like a barn find. That's basically what I equate it to because it's it's pretty rough looking right now. But, you know, that's all on the surface. It can be washed. That's fine. It's It's really not that bad. But then I'm starting to think like, man, it's been sitting here a while. What if I do all this work and it's for nothing because I've already done it once and it's I got to take all this stuff apart out of the engine and it's real bitch to get to everything. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Oh gosh, what if I do all this? So I was just getting down on myself, but I have decided I'm just going to do the work and whatever happens, happens. It's better than not doing it and just having a car sit there and rot away, you know? Right. So I I, I already put most of the money into it. I just have to buy a new timing belt and maybe a tensioner for that timing belt, because it's, uh, it's uh hydraulic, it's automatic. So if it's worn out, the original hydraulic um, tensioner is like 30 years old almost at this point or 20 years old. Sorry. God,
0: that's insane to think of.
1: So, or no, I mean, it would be 30 kind years kind of
0: like, old. It doesn't feel like it's that old, but then you like, do you actually do the math? You're like, okay. Yeah. It's
1: a 1990, yeah. but it was actually built in 89. If you think about it that way and sold in, or, you know, cause cars are like one year ahead or whatever.
0: I want you to get that door handle fixed.
1: The door handle fix?
0: Or is it the, the Oh, the door... interior door handle? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's because Mike pulled that off. I told him not to do that. It, he, was, he was trying to close the door because it didn't close all the way. And I was driving the car, so it's really hard to, like, open and close. So he opens, and then he pulls on it, and it was already loose for some reason. And it just pulled, like, the bolt that held it down pulled right through the uh, the
0: bolt hole. So what you do, you need to get that car humming, purring like, Kitty cat and then we go on a road trip with it and then we get stranded in the middle of nowhere and get killed horrible by hill
1: people. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Uh sounds like a plan. I like and then that. then we'll pod we'll we'll document it in a podcast series. Ooh. And it'll just be the hit of the the times. Season? It'll be the next serial, okay? I like it. I can feel it. I like right?
1: it. I like it. Well,
0: backwater business with the to boys. Ooh.
1: Right? <laughs> I like it. Um, had kind of a weird, you know, we were talking about explosive diarrhea, and then you brought up backwater. It's, it's a mean, theme. It's a theme. We're themed tonight.
0: I mean, if you can buy a gamer bathwater, I mean, oh why gosh, not? don't even backwater. get me started. Uh, and then the that's r- genius.
1: You do? Yeah. I well, think it's if people will buy it, yeah. I mean, exactly. It says more about the people buying it than that's
0: what the- she does. She's a troll. She does that. And if people are, if people are gonna seriously just, if she's just gonna take water and put it in and just sell it and people are going to buy it. Who's the stupid one?
1: Maybe that really right. is water that's trickled down the ass crack of a giant. But Ooh, it was a, it was a, that, yeah, is that is a, call a callback. Back. That is a callback, sir. Um get your phones out cuz that's a callback. Uh and then to carry on in the automobile uh, Rose and Son's garage opening. Um but now I have to, Rose and um children, you know. Maybe my daughter wants to work mm. there. So you never know. Mm. Uh got to change the sign. Sorry. I got to work on this dang Pathfinder now. So, Ooh. I did the air conditioning fix, right? Where I put that piece in I was telling you, the electric control resistor thingy. Mm-hmm. So, I ordered another one of those and put it in, and it worked for a while, but then the blower motor started going. Like you had to Sorry, that sounded really like Midwestern blower motor. Oh boy, the blow, the old hey, blower I have air motor. again too. You do? Did you get it fixed? Mm-hmm. Or did you have to yep. refit? Did you have to recharge it or do something else?
0: Uh, I had that, I had to drain that drain problem where it wasn't draining, so I have water flowing. Oh, into the that's, car, right, so that's right, that's right. That's all
1: fixed. You mean you don't want water flowing into the car? It's a new really. kind of air
0: conditioning. I mean, you don't need an undercarriage; just let it rust out. <laughs>
1: it's called water conditioning. Um, yeah. So the blower motor went out, and I had to uh, take that out. And thankfully, it's like right there, so I just had to unscrew three screws, drop it out. And put it because it's all behind the the glove box. I already what, had what it. What year
0: is the Pathfinder again?
1: Uh, 2002. So it's pretty okay, old. Okay, good.
0: Because I feel like, well, yeah, but I feel like once you get past 2005, they're like, well, let's make it impossible for you to do anything yes, in the car now.
1: Yes, that's true. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if all the screws were actually like torque bolts or whatever the the star headed yeah. ones. So or security. Like if, bolts. Like I,
0: I don't even know how if like remember how I talked about how I had to change the the batteries in our cars. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to get to the battery in my Equinox. Like I know where nice. the battery is. I have no idea how to get it out because it's got like this weird heat sink thing on it. It's kind of the one where it doesn't have the terminals. It has those extra posts just underneath there that you yeah, can tap into. Yeah. It's just so bizarre, man.
1: I think you use a Sawzall and just cut it out okay. <laughs> while it's running. Um, so that we had to order that, which I got that in real quick today and fixed. No problem. I mean, you can't really fix anything. You just replace the part. But then all these lights start going on. Automatic oh transmission oil, not because I did this. This was before the air, the air conditioner. Automatic transmission, uh, fluid, oil, whatever. Um, the brake blinker light,
0: fluid.
1: <laughs> yeah, blinker fluid. The brake light and the battery light. Those three lights, which I have learned indicates on most vehicles a low charge. So probably an alternator slash battery problem. So uh. I'm thinking the alternator is going out on this thing now.
0: Uh, uh-huh sorry are I'm you gonna like, try to oh change God. that too or? yes
1: thankfully alternators usually sit towards the bottom yeah and you can just reach out you got to get the belts off right? yeah yeah yep. so hopefully if it's not a serpentine belt i can just loosen the one belt on there and then uh take it off put it on i i marvel
0: at your willingness to try to do so much yourself because I would love to but I don't have the time it's the unfortunate thing and I don't think I have Well, see that's what it is have the ability
1: it's the triangle of power the triforce it's time money and quality you don't have time but you have money so you get quality I have time and I have well I don't know if I have quality I have but I don't have any money I have, so. I have money well I, I mean money. you must because you make it work somehow I mean, I probably, we probably could it, if we wanted to I don't save anything. Ever. Yeah. That's probably, I mean, but I calm. understand, but I probably could take it in, but I really, I just would kill me. I have the means to, I have the means, yeah. so I'm going to do it. I'm going to at least try. I'll give it a shot. And if I fuck it up, then I'll let somebody else come <laughs> up and fix it. So
0: did I, did I tell you all the stuff that I, I got replaced on my car? Before like you, brand new it car. was
1: while you were gone, right? Yeah. Uh, no, I just knew that it went into the shop.
0: Uh, two control arms in the front. Yep. Uh, new shocks and struts, front and rear. Dang. Sway bar links. Yeah, that is going to feel like a new car. Yeah.
1: Jeez. Nice. And the only way
0: that could, only way that could happen is because my, my dad got, um, all this money. My, my stepmom is, um, has MS and they, she's now gets disability and it took forever for them to get it granted. And then they got, so they, once they finally got it, they got like a couple of years of back pay Whoa, on top of it. So all of a sudden one day, yeah, I just got this buttload of money and he's like, I felt your brothers with the car stuff. So I'm taking care of it. Nope. You know, I can afford it. So he paid for it. And that's the only way that was going to happen. So very thankful for that. But yeah, it's like a brand new car, man.
1: Nice. Nice dude. Yeah. But, uh, that's so my,
0: sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, if you take care of the problem, before I usually it becomes lose. A problem.
0: That's the moral of the story. I usually lose. If it's medical related, I lose. Yeah, bills at least. Health wise, I'm okay.
1: Medical, medical bills, automobile How about insurance bills related. There we go. Insurance. insurance. Mm. I've never yeah. won the lottery, so no.
0: I can't. Up. I can't even win a fudo a fudo giveaway. So I mean, let's not even talk about the lottery here.
1: You're screwed. I mean, You're screwed. screwed. That was my IRL. We're, getting, we're,
0: we're going down a dark path here. We are. We we're are, getting, are. We're, we're feeling getting, sorry for We're getting for depressed. Us. We're getting somber. Let's turn it around. Let's around the way. Woo. It's kind of funny. Both of our wives submitted articles this week. Oh,
1: my gosh. I didn't know that.
0: that this is an older one, but my wife texted this to me while on vacation. Wow. This is comes from The Guardian, UK. It's more than four years old. I don't know how she, I'm not sure how she stumbled across it, but it's great.
1: Can I just wait? Can I just say real quick? I love that this thing, this article gives you a yellow highlighted thing that says this article is more than four years old. I actually like that. That's nice because more articles need that, especially yeah. when you're dealing with, you know, new, like game news or something like that. And that's cool. All right. Please continue.
0: Uh, man fined for pretending to be ghost in Portsmouth Cemetery. Police spokesman <laughs> says witnesses complain about Anthony Stallard throwing his arms in the air and saying. Uh, so this happened uh, man has been fined for pretending to be a ghost and other rowdy behavior in a cemetery Anthony Stallard pleaded guilty to uh, threatening or abusive words or behavior likely to cause distress This the court heard that the 24 year old had been out drinking with friends when they went to Kingston Cemetery where they started to play football uh, witnesses complained to police about Stallard's rowdy behavior and his pretending to be a ghost the witnesses reported the group engaging in rowdy behavior that they really stressed the rowdy behavior in this article
1: it was very rowdy
0: one of them throwing their arms in the air and saying woo. Uh, Maybe he was, ordered, he was a woo girl. He was fined 35 um, pounds. British pounds. 20 pounds <laughs> victim surcharge and 20 pounds in cost. So, I mean, a whopping uh, 75 pounds. <laughs> Good Lord. Uh, he also had extra three months added to a conditional charge for previous harassment. Um, yeah. I hope that go. was woo. the actual <laughs>
1: charge on the ticket or whatever.
0: <laughs> it doesn't even, I mean, he's... Wow! I mean, you just imagine those Brits—they're getting all sauce. Oh, this! Oh, this is this is. Oh, ruins we can't opinion. have this. I'm very, I'm very solid right now, and I'm just—I'm very upset, very upset, sir. Hello, hello, day, hello. <laughs> no, good day.
1: This is a front. This is an affront to are, my. Hey, Are you ooing me? I, no, no one ooes me.
0: fire <laughs> That's how it happened,
1: Governor. Not enough, so. Governor.
0: Yeah. I love love governor. Ah. That's, I don't know. Let's move on. Let's yes, quick. Let's see. Let's see what your wife sent us this week.
1: I have not read it. I just saw the headline.
0: <laughs> the headline makes me laugh. Uh, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should just make our wives curate around the web. That's the new job.
1: Uh, yeah, they can be unpaid interns. I like that.
0: It works out best for us uh headline this comes from M Live, which is for those unfamiliar M Live is a local area publication news publication here to our region of michigan uh news aggregate i guess i should say a serial Ooh. pool pooper is on the loose in michigan neighborhood this has the recipe for destruction i think that's our that's our episode titled pool pooping pool pooping Explosive. I mean, we've already talked about explosive diarrhea. This just I mean, I told
1: you there's a theme.
0: There's a theme here. Uh, A serial pooper is on the loose in Michigan. Sound crazy? Guess again. According to a notice posted by a neighborhood association in Macomb County, an unidentified individual is secretly defecating in the public pool, prompting closures and a search for the person responsible. I'm going to read that notice. Uh, buh, buh, buh. Yeah, that's someone a... has been defecating the pool due to the frequency over the past week we believe this is intentional at the present time we are reviewing attendance logs and recorded video rest assured that we are following published guidelines to restore the pool to a safe and sanitary condition um, story continues according to the association a pool attendant has been hired to remain on site until the end of the summer and the board has been in contact with local authorities regarding the issue the health department is aware of the issue and is taking the necessary steps to keep the facility safe for the public, according to the Detroit Free Press,
1: this is like that guy so, who was pooping on the school lawn or the school. Yeah, football the guy that
0: coached the guy. Where is he? The, is
1: that is yeah, it's him? Know. He's back.
0: This is this is good. I mean, this is, this is the good. question. I mean, the question is,
1: okay, do you hang over the edge or do you fully ooh. submerge?
0: I think you just say dangle. I mean, dangle over? going. I mean, do you want to be in your your pool poop water? I don't want to be in that.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. Especially, what if it comes out liquid? Then you're surrounded in a dark cloud of yeah.
0: Oh, feces. Funny fact. Here's the throwback for you too. Speaking yeah. of poop, that was like we did one of those carriage rides where you drive yourself around. And yeah, going around the island. Aiden's favorite part was when the because uh, we had four of us in the carriage, <laughs> I so know we had where you're a going. a draft horse, not a draft like a draft horse, um, which was a uh, oh like a Clydesdale almost uh, pulling us. His favorite part was when the horse pooped. That we got the most enjoyment when the horse was pooping.
1: I mean. Everyone gets enjoyment when you go poop.
0: i tell you what, when a horse pees, it's like Niagara Falls unloading. I mean, that's a, that's a lot of fluid flowing down.
1: And they're big animals.
0: Uh, if you know what I mean? Oh, so there you go, pool pooping. <laughs> hope they catch that cereal pooper.
1: You know what? I hope he lives <laughs> on an in infamy.
0: He just might. He just, he just might. He just might. You ready to go? Do you, to what you uh,
1: into what? Am I ready to do what? Sorry, I couldn't go. hear you.
0: I think it's this, this next segment we like to call "What you What you <clears throat> What you plan." I was like, "Do I have to say it a third time?" That was a, that yeah. was an
1: old school one.
0: That was. Kiss that, me back. Hey, you were going to play that game last week when I was gone, but you didn't.
1: I well because um, Josh and Kevin were like, "Hey, we should play uh, Pummel Party." So I played Pummel Party.
0: I want, got it now, but now you guys probably never play it again. Kevin's just going to no, play no actually. Legends.
1: Kevin, we all really enjoyed it, even though that was technically the third time I played it, and we had said we needed it, to wrangle you into playing it. It was
0: better because you got rid of Josh's wife this time. You're like, this is more fun without, it, without Yeah,
1: Girls don't play video games. Can't, I can't be myself because I don't want to offend her. <laughs> <laughs> it's all true.
0: What you playing for those? We'd like, to, we'd like to give you a little dose of what we've been consuming in the media of... Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a comic. Maybe it's a movie. Maybe it's a TV show. Maybe, Maybe it's a video game. We like we like to talk about all those things, and we make you we we hope we make it sound interesting. Maybe we don't. I don't know. I mean,
1: we often talk about how we don't know what we're talking about.
0: I would like you to do yours in the style of Jeff Goldblum. Oh God,
1: Jeff Goldblum. I just think, I, I in just think of that, Park that, or? that
0: interview that Matt posted when he was talking about the Jazz Fest. You know, I, I'm just gonna play. You know, and there's people. They'll be there, and I'll, I'll I'll talk to them because I like to talk. Like yourself, I'll talk to you, and then, you know, this will just be the, the thing. Uh,
1: interview at 2019 Rochester International? That? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play a little. Wait, wait. Oh, oh, wait. I can't do it because I did it on the wrong damn computer. My bad. Oh. Maybe, maybe no, I can. Send Let's the
0: send link. Can you hear that? <laughs> nope.
1: Okay. Send a link.
0: Send the link to yourself and then open it on your thing and then you do that. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Is it worth it? Is it worth it? I mean, it's pretty funny. It's Jeff Goldblum. I mean, who doesn't like Jeff Goldblum?
1: Well, I mean, I need to obviously if I'm gonna talk like Jeff Goldblum, I have to hear what he sounds like. I, I've never heard him speak in my entire life, so. It's I always important. get his
0: apartments.com ads every time I listen to Spotify. Oh God! Yes, the yes, internet. that's
1: true. the the apartment internet. Here we go. We
0: I yep. think of uh, Jeff Chandler. Jeff Chandler. I uh, think of a Whoopi Goldberg, and Jeff then Goldberg. just <laughs> take Goldberg and that's me. A little
1: Charles Jeff Bronson there. We can <laughs> have Charles Bronson. He talks so here. low. Emma Thompson, there we go. Uh,
0: Thompson,
1: I love her. Oh,
0: that there. was her first movie, you Edmund know. Thompson, I love her. I can't guy. get that low. Not long old. before you were born in 19... What 19... year was that? Like 92, 93. You're to be all
2: over the place. Uh, 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 late 80s, I think. I think. <laughs> yeah, right. That's all I got right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you,
1: Gary. Hey, Jeff Goldblum, welcome to Rochester. Thank you so, so much. It's a thrill to be here. <laughs> so you've been playing jazz for a long, long time. It's kind of a unhidden secret. Now, putting the album together, what was it like? Just putting all your, some of your favorite songs right? with some good friends. Yeah, yeah. No, one yeah one. Good
0: I loved it. Well, not only good friends, yeah. friends, these guys are the cream of the crop. Do you know all these... Players Annie Ellicott is here with us tonight, singing up a storm, uh, and really Joe Bag, the organist, players, and Scott Gilman, and and Scott uh, Gilman. Uh, saxophonist, Kenny Elliott, the drummer, Alex Frank. The yeah, bass it's like
1: it's John's like he's is
0: on, um, guitar. This is, and who am I leaving? Terrible out? podcast.
1: Yeah, I was Raymond. gonna say. I was trying to see we if he got to the part. Now, he said, no, what it is is he's always like he's always like talking like this. Like, why am I doing this? But it's always. Everything goes up at the end, and it sounds like the sentences <laughs> they never end. And uh, and then he goes off and he starts. Uh, uh, he just goes up uh, and, like mm, multiple. Starts thinking uh, and mm, yeah, he's uh, he's a terrible public speaker. He makes me feel good about myself. Anybody who goes mm, um like
0: life life uh, uh finds a uh, way. Finds a way. And now
1: you're selling it. You're selling it. Well, if you don't want to be here all night, I I will yeah. deny your request for me to do what you're playing that way.
0: Uh, okay. do you want to go
1: first or do you want me to go ahead okay i got a bunch of movies all i did was watch movies that's not true i did play some games but i will talk about them next week because i want to get a little bit into them more so instead i will tell you this since we podcasted last i watched 11 moodle aluna M- moodles it a boodle 11 moodles <laughs> 11 movies in total or 11 modals and toodles yikes here's the standouts Jason, the greatest hits, if it were. I bought Terminator 2 4K UHD disc to own. Home movie.
0: How do they do that with an older film that wasn't shot and
1: they you know? got to take the 30 fil- 35 millimeter film and rescan Teach it. Me, they have to rescan it, basically. So they'll take the original instead of because for a DVD, they'll usually do I mean, is it, it possible
0: for film that, like, whatever film shot on to achieve that clarity? I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, because so what's better now? I mean, because I guess, you know, film, there's stuff that's still shot on 35 millimeter today. Yeah. And, I mean, a variety of different film types. Or it's shot digitally. But, I mean, do you have some degradation? Do you have some loss in clarity because it's on, a, you know, that type of media? And film. are yeah.
1: well yeah I mean you can get down to the noise that's in on film is completely different than the noise that's on like a camera sensor for mm-hmm. digital film so or digital uh, video so yeah it's there's there's the the problem is that 35 millimeter doesn't from what I've read doesn't have an actual resolution it's pretty close to 2k I think so usually, a Blu-ray will be pretty close to 4K. Um, There won't be a huge amount of difference. What I've actually found is the HDR is what sells it more for me than the 4K. And that's because most movies are 2K anyways. Um, I read, I can't remember the exact specs, but they're basically the the resolution of the film from a Blu-ray is not that much higher than the resolution of a film from a 4K. Because they're always okay. 2K, they're always 2K up, up, uh, up reses or whatever. They take that 2K image, try and do the best they can to apply clarity filters and and sharpening and all this other stuff. But overall, most of the time now, Black Panther, for instance, is a movie that is actually 4K. It was shot in 4K digitally. Um, there's some other movies like that, but overall. You take an older movie, you basically have to rescan the 35 millimeter uh, print and do whatever you can to digitize it, make it look better. Now, okay. and I'm actually going to get into that for a second because there was some controversy over this 4K release. The reason is because they applied noise reduction to the film, so they got rid of a lot of the grain that was pres- that was there in actual filming, like on the film, they got rid Love of that. that digitally and they also recolored it slightly to bring out even more of the kind of tealish blue and orange color scheme that Terminator has. So some people, I mean, you get the, 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 uh, cinephiles who are like, Oh, this film's been recolored. That's not the original intention of the movie, the filmmaker or whatever. Uh, James mm-hmm. Cameron, you're, you're, look alike if i remember correctly um i've been told and so people you know there's controversy over that well i sat on the fence for buying this for a long time and um i guess the only reason this even exists is because they did a re a 4k remaster of a blu-ray so they just took that and reapplied it to the 4k release and then did hdr so everyone was bitching about this, and it got dropped down to $7.50 for a 4K. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to buy it and watch it and see what happens. <laughs> I watched it. I think it also has Adobe, Adobe Atmos mix. I watched it, and it was great. I had no problems with it. Yeah, there were a few scenes. Like with the noise reduction, if you, if you turn it up too high, everyone starts looking plasticky because there's like this softening effect that happens to get rid of it. But yeah. I didn't notice anything really, and the HDR brought out so much more vibrancy to the colors and dark scenes and stuff like that. It looked great. Gave it a four out of five. It's seven dollars and fifty cents, man. If you're looking for a four wow. K Blu-ray, I mean, just pick it up.
0: It's good. I mean, first of all, it's it's freaking one of the greatest action movies. Yes,
1: know? yes.
0: Terminator it, Two is just like the that eth- pinnacle of, in my eyes, at least.
1: Of like the block summer blockbuster action movie. Yeah, yeah, I oh, yeah. I agree, and uh, for the most part, the effects still hold up pretty well, uh, except for one, and it's early on in the movie where uh, the T, what is it, the T two, the liquid one, T one T one thousand T one thousand. Okay, uh, he gets shot, and it's one of the first oh, times he, he gets when he, shot.
0: When he splits in half. That no, one, no, that's
1: he... that's later. He, oh, he has like these, when the
0: bullet holes reabsorb. Yeah, yep,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, he they don't reabsorb right away, and they show a couple of scenes where he's like getting up off the ground or whatever, and you can tell they almost look like tinfoil circles that are just pasted mm-hmm. onto him. They're not digital. And so I, they
0: use probably like foil and like mercury, and they definitely use some mercury
1: else. for like when they when he recombines. I mean, yeah. you can tell if you just look at it. It's like that's definitely mercury. But now you can really tell because it's right. I haven't watched that's, this movie since, you know, probably on DVD or once. It's been on a long TV. time
0: since I've watched that movie, at least from in its entirety. I mean, You know, it's always yeah. it's sort of been on sometimes, and I mean yeah. that's like, I mean, let's face it, that's the that's the the highest point of that franchise. I mean, it's
1: oh <laughs> well, no, this new one's going to be great. Mm. That's what they said every time there was a new one.
0: Was in the term was was the salvation? Was that the one with? Uh... Which was the one with Batman in it? Uh,
1: Christian Bale? I think it was yeah, that one. Was that,
0: that one wasn't too
1: The one with the bad. woman?
0: Yeah. Uh
1: woman Terminator? Oh, no.
0: Was, she, was that? No, this is the one. Um...
1: No, it was four. No, it was Terminator Judgment that was Day?
0: Terminator, that was Terminator. No, Terminator 2 was Judgment Day. Or, duh. That's I, probably because I just... Yeah, I knew that. Terminator Terminator 3. Terminator 3 was the one with the female. That's the one where they... Salvation.
1: God. Salvation, yeah, Christian Bale.
0: Yeah. That, that wasn't, one wasn't that was terrible. Not, I wasn't remember
1: terrible. watching that, too, and being like, okay, it's not great, but it wasn't But it, bad. But it's
0: just, it's just hard to – I mean, here's the thing. The key element with Terminator that really makes it good is Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean – It's true. And it just – I mean, it doesn't work anymore. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, can't be worse than that last one with Khaleesi, right? I mean <laughs> – I didn't, I didn't think that it. was. I didn't see
1: it. So I, I that was it. another one that wasn't that bad. I think it just gets shit on them because it's the internet and people like to shit yeah. on things.
0: And that's true. That's true. So, um,
1: but yeah, I give it a four out of five, man. It stands up as a really good movie. Um, I remember I don't remember a lot of the whiny kid stuff with, uh, Edward River Furlong. Phoenix, Edward Furlong.
0: Yeah, it's not River Phoenix. River Phoenix is in it, I think briefly. I think he plays his friend. I can't remember. But Edward Furlong is the is the Oh that my bad. I always thought by. it was
1: I always thought it was um River Phoenix. My God.
0: Nah, it's Edward Furlong and then that dude from salute Your Shorts has that brief scene in the arcade. Yes, him.
1: yes, he does. Yeah. Um Butnik. Yeah, so with yeah, he that kid that kid Edward Furlong, he's kinda whiny and his part is really I don't know, when he's yeah. like talking about his mom and everything. So that that was why I was like, ugh, the Have pacing here. This- <laughs> no, I never seen him in my life. Uh, Creed two, watch Creed two. Watch them. Want to watch Creed one earlier this year?
0: Is uh, is Dolph in this one?
1: Yes. Spoil.
0: How I mean, is he? Spoilers, how, how is he?
1: They don't give him a lot of lines. He just kind of looks mean a lot, so he's fine. Dolph Lundgren is a
0: gem that I love to see back in cinema.
1: Yes, he's kind of like Jake the Snake. You know, you're just rooting for him and you want him to to pick up the pieces and come back and Damn it. He did. He did. But again, I don't think they uh, gave him many lines. He does speak Russian, which was kind of impressive. Uh, So I don't know if he just remembered it from the old days or what. But uh, listen, all you need to know is I like this as much, if not more, than Creed 1. Creed 1 deals with kind of like the gangbanger, gangstery side of like of boxing, like the machismo the I need to represent myself in a, in this way all the time. And they get caught up in kind of a dick measuring contest from what I remember. Um, this is much more, he's going to try and do what his dad couldn't and like get revenge and also step out of the shadow of his father and that Mm -hmm. type of thing. So that's kind of where this came from. And yeah, I mean, I really liked it. It was good. Four out of five uh next nice. movies next movie I want I would recommend them to anybody by the way Creed the movies they're good um, I like the first one the first Creed yeah um yeah I'd say a proper sequel right. um Green book now this movie was talked a lot about during the award season. Uh, I had not oh, watched yeah. it until now. This is the one about...
0: For some, for some reason, when I was looking through your notes and I saw Green Book in my head, I just pictured Green Room. And I was like, oh, oh yeah. And then you're like, this one got a lot of words. Like, oh, wait, oh, that Green Let Book. me look at that, that again. Green Book. <laughs> yeah. Now I know.
1: I didn't know what to expect about this. I mean, I knew it had to do with, like, racial discriminations and, and, and all that. And so I... I hesitate to watch these sometimes because sometimes they just make you feel like shit for being a human. Just no matter what side of whatever you fall on, you're just like, ugh, our history is awful. Hell, our present (laughs) isn't really that great either.
2: No.
1: Um, But this is actually kind of a feel good movie. It really never dips into the territory that badly of just like, the failings of humanity and you're just like, Oh man, we're just terrible as humans. For the most part, there's nothing that really ever happens that challenges them too much. And there's usually some kind of feel good, um, uh, resolution, or at least, you know, like there was, there's always something that, uh, the main character played by Viggo Mortensen, like that he comes to and you're just like, Man, this is a good guy. Like, yeah, he has flaws and everything. Both characters have flaws, which helps make them feel like characters, but it it's I don't know. You're just you're just kind of like I want that guy in my corner. I want that guy driving <laughs> me around and stuff. So it was pretty good, but again, you know, honestly I he's kind no, of
0: he's no Aragorn.
1: That's true. That's true. He has no sword. Um he did a really good job portraying a a new yorker i think it was yeah. new york um so the acting was just it was pretty good it's just overall i felt like there wasn't I mean, really you anything you can't you too can't
0: mahershala right i mean it's don't, true don't go against that
1: that's true i i don't know what i was expecting but overall i just kind of felt like it was a an okay movie like i don't i was surprised that it was kind of I don't know, maybe the subject matter, matter kind of helped, but and it, it's shot well. It looks nice. It's just, this, from a story perspective, it didn't feel like there was enough challenging there to that the characters had to go through a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they did. It's based on a real t- story. So he did, obviously, but what they decided to show was just kind right. of a series of conversations and stuff. Uh, I gave it a three and a half out of five. And then lastly... Okay. Midsummer. This is the movie I wanted to go to the movie theater to see.
0: Yeah, I want to see this one.
1: Obviously, I'm not going to spoil it, but I will say these things quickly. It's a slow-burning journey into madness. What I mean by that is it. I didn't realize this until I bought my tickets. It was a two-hour and 20-minute uh, movie, which I thought was pretty oh long for a, a horror movie. But, dude, I was completely – I was in it the whole time. I was oh, right there. Good, I didn't check my watch. I was just watching the whole time and just – Like, it's like a, I don't know, I don't know how to describe it, but it's just so slowly everything's going off the rails that you just can't look away because you're just like, what's going to happen next? I didn't know what was going to happen next. Given what the subject matter was, which it's about these people who go to uh, Sweden, if I remember correctly, with their uh, friend from Sweden to to just journey around
0: Shraden.
1: yeah, to journey around the area and learn more about the culture and stuff. And they don't really ever telegraph what exactly is going to happen. So, uh, all the, the visuals, all the auditory things that are happening, it happening is adds up to just like this psychological creeping terror where you're just like, am I really seeing what I'm seeing? Or is it, is it an effect? I guess. Um, it's not it's hard it's hard to explain without giving spoilers, but it's not um, it's not ghosts. it's not paranormal, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, what really helps with the movie is that the stories the story itself and the characters are really strong. The opening of the movie, what you find out about the main character, well, yeah, the main character, one of the two is just gripping stuff and mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, okay. And it affects that character throughout the entire movie in a very realistic way. And it really helps plant what happens in reality because it it sets up the movie in a, in such a way where you don't have to question why the characters are doing the things that they do. Um, She's a very submissive person who allows herself to be kind of taken control of. And so you see that from the stuff that happens and, It makes total sense as to why the things happen the way that they do. You know, a lot of horror movies, you're like, well, why wouldn't you just do this? Why is this character even here still or whatever? Here, you don't have those questions, or at least I didn't.
0: I want to see it, Lucas.
1: If I had to be critical, I'd say maybe pacing. Maybe. But that's a a real nitpicky thing. Because it's a slow burn. Sometimes, you know, especially with horror movies, depending on your flavor. You uh, you may like the the jump scares, the quick hits, the you know that type of thing. This is not that, so it is a slow burn. I give it a four and a half out of five.
0: That's like that's That's up there. Yeah, it is. That's up there. I want to see it, but I probably won't. uh, I probably won't see it. I'd
1: I'll watch if you can get if. I'll go to the movies with you anytime. That's all you need yeah, to know. Yeah, but,
0: but here's the problem. This is the issue we run into. Is my my wife would also like to see it. So, oh you know. yeah,
1: that's that's where I am lucky. My wife only likes certain movies, and horror movies do not fit that bill. So,
0: do you hello, sir? Yeah, I Dude. mean, um, that's un, that's unfortunate. Guess, yeah, yeah. So well, that's then, we'll probably have to wait until. Make
1: sure you rent it then, or whatever, or yeah. watch it on streaming because it's good.
0: That's <sighs> it. Fine. That's it. If I have All right. to. All right. Uh Yeah, I still play Super Mario Maker two. It's a good time. I've made a few levels. They're a lot harder than I thought they would be. I played this game. Shh. How did you play that game anyway? I got it at the library. Dang, you got that really quick.
1: I was. Good. I. They hadn't even ordered it yet. So when I put my name in, there was only like. Fifteen oh, so you got people. It on the first.
0: I'm surprised they got it in that quick though. Usually it takes. I feel like it takes a couple weeks after release before they get. It was, it probably
1: was at least a week. week Did you,
0: did you play one of my levels?
1: No, the only, um, well, see, cause Mm. I, my son got to play it before I did because he, I was like, Hey, you want to play the new game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I played the one that Calo's son made.
0: I don't have to play that yet. No, I'm sad. It's cool.
1: Ah. It's cool. I'll play one of yours. Post it. Should
0: will uh i have to find i'll just show you my we'll we'll do that later it's good it's a good time uh yeah so i'm still playing that i totally forgot about this until we we started like i heard the intro music and ronio stranger things season three yeah we powered through that like that came out the thursday before i went on uh, vacation uh we started it fourth of july night and finished it uh, on friday so we got through that in two days uh, you know it's fresh it, it's everything I liked about Stranger things I think I, I don't know if it I feel like season one is still like the pinnacle Um, but I think this is better than season two and I, I still like season two but I think this was really good and I'm interested I think some I've seen opinions online that like they should end it here and it, it you know there, there's things I, can, I can't talk about I don't want to you know spoil the journey I'm only but on episode it, four. Be, it, it, interesting to see where it comes from this point and it's the crazy thing is like you go back and look at season one and it's like shit these guys were just these were just kids oh i know and dude they so show some watch flashbacks them, and you're watching like, them growing shit. up as they've done this series but i feel like part of the i feel like for me like some of the lore was that initial season when they were young young kids now they're you know they're teenagers so it's just you know it's a different thing like mm-hmm. the whole the whole romance thing between mike and 11 is just kind of like is weird to see being there you yeah know? But, yeah it, um,
1: it's hard to go from like where it ended and then to see them in like full romance. Yeah.
0: There's some yeah. time that's
1: elapsed. It's it
0: funny how you like, you dislike Steve so much in season one and how like, he's one of my favorite characters on this show now. <laughs> and, like and Dustin romance is, is the greatest thing. Fun fact. I didn't know this. The uh, Robin, the actress that plays here, that is uh, Ethan Hawks. And, uh, oh gosh, what's her name from kill bill. That's their daughter. It's Uma Thurman. Yeah, oh god, I daughter. No clue. Fun fact: my wife taught me, so there you go. But I can't recommend season three enough. It's great stuff. Uh, Doctor Mario World that came out. I've still I I've, somehow that's held my interest longest. I wow. played a mobile game in a while. Still playing. I think I'm like on level sixty. So I played quite a bit of it. It's fine. I mean, yeah. I don't find the 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 microtransactions to be an, an issue at all. Kevin
1: was saying I, it's kind of flipped. So.
0: It is like because Doctor Mario, you know, he threw the pills in and they came down. Yeah, this they go from the bottom up, and you didn't have to like before. And, and I've only played Doctor Mario a little bit on NES, but you know, you couldn't manipulate once you broke off a piece and the other one fell, it would just fall straight down. You couldn't manipulate it. While this, you right. can move it and put it on other pieces. And,
1: um, oh, interesting.
0: It's a, it's it's fun though. I mean, I okay. like it. You know, it's a good good time killer. It's a great pooping game. Let's face it, on the toilet dr Mar. maybe they should have
1: turd mode where all the mo- right. all of the things are yeah, turds <laughs> yeah
0: that's 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 the main allure of it but it's it's been fun you know i've been enjoying it the online is kind of fun too i played a few matches with that nice uh my feature though was masters of doom i finished that today uh started reading that like the saturday before i went on vacation so it was like about a week and a half i read that book uh published in 2002 Two thousand three, I oh, think. Oh wow!
1: So why is, so is it So
0: it's an older book, but it tells, as they say, as it as it tells, uh, I think, in the brief description, it tells the story of the two Johns. So it uh, focuses on John Carmack and John Romero, and the story behind it and how they changed the gaming landscape and pop culture forever. So really, it, it talks it briefly. You know, kind of gives their their upbringings and their both troubled childhoods and what led them into gaming and then how they first met. And then how the, you know, where they were first at at Apogee and then um, making Commander Keen and then the creation of id and then return to uh, uh, Castle Wolfenstein 3D and then Doom, of course. And then the split. And then, I mean, a lot of stuff that I I was was like a trip down memory lane because there's so much I didn't remember. But I think the reason this I, I found that anything tech and gaming nonfiction really appeals to me especially these like behind the scenes stories of development and things of that nature. But for me, I think why this really appealed is because all of a sudden it was like, you know, they're talking about these games that I grew up playing. Like this culture, this is when PC gaming really came into its own. Cause we're talking about they, they started their game development journey on Apple two. That was what they mainly programmed for. And then windows NT Oof. Um, became a thing. but then, you know, that slow evolution when DOS became, and then, you know, windows 95, but, uh this is the stuff like we this was like the games we met playing, you know, not so much Doom, but like Quake 3 Arena, yeah, Unreal Tournaments talked about there, just that that era in gaming. So mm-hmm. um it was just really interesting to l- learn more about John Carmack and just like the type of person he was and how robotic and impersonal and the type of person he was to work with. And then Romero is like the complete opposite, he's like the showboat a little more larger than life personality, much more in your face. They were like the it, perfect balance to, to one another. Does
1: it talk about Die Katana? Did you say It that? does talk about Die oh, Katana. Oh, so boy.
0: so it covers, you know, the success of Wolf and like, you know, they pioneered, I forgot, you know, shareware. I mean, oh, I played yeah. Wolfenstein 3D was the first uh, first person shooter I ever played. I played it on IBM at my aunt's house. I was probably... 10 years old eight years old i don't remember mm-hmm. exactly i mean, you know that was, it was shareware you know you, you could get the, the first few you could get so many stages of the game for free and you had to pay to unlock all the levels they yeah. pioneered the, i mean they didn't pioneer it but they were like the earliest success stories of that model and they did that with doom and so they had no distributor it was all self-distributed and they they had such low overhead because i mean like they made wolf wolf 3d at like their studio was this house in shreveport louisiana that the guys all lived together and they just worked on the game. So they had extremely low overhead and nice. they had crazy royalty checks because they, had, who was their, oh, I can't remember who was their publisher. Apogee. Um, okay. It was, it was, I did say that wrong. Apogee was the publisher. I can't remember the um, soft disc. That was the company they met. They were all oh. working at the start. That was Disk, but yeah, Apogee published the games and distributed them. And then they just, I think they got like, they had a crazy royalty split and since they had no overhead, overhead they're making huge chunks of cash off off Wolfenstein and then that
1: explains why John Romero was the because he drove like Lambos and stuff if I well, remember so did correctly. Carmack
0: Carmack had like five Lambos like oh dang they, they, got, they got like crazy because that like it talks about like Carmack you know he was programming was what he lived for and then he bought the Lamborghini and then it was like the speed of the car and then he wanted to get make the car go faster and and, and hacking the car became his new passion and then Whoa. you know he got into aerospace and he was you know building rockets and he's always been so it's he original to, you know, elon musk <laughs> in a way so they talk about how he is engine john you know he was technology driven and how their development went is carmack would spend all this time doing the research and he would build the game engine and make this amazing technological leap with his game engine and then um romero was the was uh oh gosh what are they superstar i can't remember what his, how they his described in the book but he was you know the game designer He was the superstar gamer and he was this rock star gamer and he would design all the levels and he would take the engine and do all the, the design and you know make this great product with it but unfortunately as you know their success from doom because the doom was like nothing else you know mm-hmm. it was the first first version it was the first you know wolfenstein 3d was the first in a way first version shooter and this took everything from wolfenstein and made it faster and now you had you had before you had, you now had uh, graphics on the the ceilings and the floors before those weren't textured and the speed of the game and the movement and then they put in multiplayer, you know, uh, over uh, modem to modem they had, you know, a multiplayer component that had never been seen before. They created deathmatch, you know, they coined that phrase and created what deathmatch is in esports and then quake quake is unfortunately what Drove them apart because it took forever to build the engine, and then Romero kind of got caught up with this. He was, you know, when he went to a convention, gamers like worshipped him, and would they would always come up to him, oh. say, you know, do like the Wayne's World, you're not, we're not worthy. Yeah, and he got kind of caught up in this persona, and just he was so caught up in playing Doom and everything about it, it just that really caused this big rift in the company. And then you know he was kind of forced out of ID, and then he started Ion Storm, and that's when he was like, okay, uh. I'm gonna the complete up. Op- different philosophy instead of you know the game being ruled by the engine the story and the creative side is going to dictate everything the technology is going to fit in there and then yeah the plagued horribly plagued development of daikatana which took forever how much money idos pumped into that and then it just flopped you know and mm-hmm. that was pretty much the, i mean the only thing the only good thing that came out of ion storm was uh uh deus ex
1: oh yeah yeah i was gonna say why does so, that sound familiar ion storm yeah
0: deus ex was originally pretty pretty Um, pumped out there. And then, you know, Carmack, you know, Quake did all right, but then Quake 2 was even bigger. And then Quake 3 Arena was huge. And then, of course, Return to Castle Wolfenstein. But um, other names that came out during that whole thing that brought back memories is, you know, Raven Software because (laughs) they licensed them out because they they developed the whole process of licensing out the engine to other developers to use. And uh, all these other things that are more commonplace now, but like um, Hexen and Heretic those are yes, games i, I remember those ones raven made those and those were all built on the doom engine and and uh romero was involved with those and you know those guys hated each other and then they you know they kind of reforged i don't know it, t- it talks a little bit about the book is at least they came back to speaking terms but um it kind of the book kind of ends with um it beginning development on doom what became doom three or uh, was it doom three or was it like Doom four, whichever the one they released in like the two, early two thousands, that was like the remake of Doom, Doom. three. I can't yeah, the BF
1: because they have like the Doom three well, BFG they had, edition. Well, yeah, there
0: was like all these different versions of Doom with the, like the the way the game was, um, level editors and map packs that were included. And talking about like uh, the Cyber Athletes Professional League, you know, like all these oh, things gosh. I remember from getting yeah. getting into gaming like we did or like I did with Wolfenstein. But man, it was like. It was really, I really got the journey, the read, the like, the story was really enthralling for me. Just the story about those two guys and the other developers that went through there, like you know, Trent Reznor getting involved with doing the music and sound yes. effects for Quake, and then Doom, the Doom remake, and American McGee was there at it. And
1: oh god, um, I forgot about American McGee's yeah, Alice.
0: Yeah, it's just crazy how long Carmack was. You know, he was with the company until 2013. So, he was, oh, wow, um, yeah, and then what's uh. Because who who owns it now? Um,
1: Bethesda, uh,
0: yeah, um, or... uh ZeniMax, yeah. ZeniMax does, and it's just it's like crazy what a ride that's been on. And now you know it's it's fitting too because uh, Romero got into mobile game development, and that's what he's. And then now until recently, this is like his next biggest game. This this uh, whatever sin the the game he's got coming out for Switch and I think PC the real time strategy uh prohibition tactical type RPG. Original Sin, I think is what it's called. I can't remember I'm, at, I'm uh, trying to see. It was in a Nintendo Direct so I remember so. I'm surprised Kinda he's c- not
1: doing anything for the Oculus because he was like really big into that.
0: Well you're thinking about John Carmack.
1: Oh sorry. Sorry, sorry. But, Romero, yeah, he's John, not, I, too many Johns.
0: I think he's all I think he's if I I can't remember exactly I might mean, have read the book, but I don't think he's involved in with Oculus anymore at all. I mean or anything that was good with Oculus is no longer in that project. You know, I mean, <laughs> Great. they're, they're all, you know, Palmer is obviously gone, but anybody else in that book, I mean, there's nobody left from that original team that of the vision of Oculus. is still there. You know, I just, I, I, I really don't think we're going to see anything good from Oculus any further with Facebook's involvement. As long as I somebody mean, I, else I, comes I in. I mean, and... the quest seems to have sold really well, but I think what Val, I think Val's, what valve is doing is going to be the next big thing. And I think HTC is even doing things better. So, well, somebody's uh, got to Car-
1: pave the way. And then other I don't know what, I don't do know better. what
0: Carmack's doing right now. I think the problem is now, I don't think gaming really holds his interest anymore. And I don't think he, you know, he pushed, I think for a while, everyone thought he was going to be done with quake three. That was going to be his last game. Cause then he got, you know, he, he, with 3d technology, he thought he had kind of advanced, and iterated as much as he could with gaming. And it wasn't going to go any step further, you know? And I think his problem was what drew him to John Romero when they were at soft disc, is he finally met somebody that was a better programmer than him and could teach him things and push him to get better. And then, you know, as he's, his skills have grown over the years and he's improved, you know, it's like, you you know, you just don't feel challenged. I think that's what got him into building rockets. That's what brought him into VR is building these other things. And we'll see, maybe I, I don't know With this, Brought me into too, is like I love. I want to go back and experience like more of that classic original FPS game, and I can't remember the name of it. There's that one that's coming out for Switch that's like a mix of that old school Doom-like FPS, but it's got some. It's pixelated in its look, back to the era, but it's got some more modern touches. Is it the one that already
1: it. came out on PC, like other platforms? Because there's one sure. that's I, kind of like that. I was just I'll reading have to about look it, it
0: up off off the show to, to know for sure, but. Um, all in all, man, yeah, I, this, this was a really great book and I, 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 would recommend it to anyone of that grew up, you know, if you're in your mid thirties, you know, you dusk grew up with all these d- Dusk, uh, I'll have to look it up. Okay. Um, it just, it just appealed to me on so many levels because it brought back to my, that core gamer PC master race, elitist attitude that we had back then you know it was all yeah. that, it was like revisioning that going back to the land party that's days, all you like, had was your ring like our first our first flux game night was quake three you know we played quake three we played oh, quake gosh, live that's true it was so it wouldn't some, work on there's my something great about the right. gaming at that time you know the gaming was such more magical back then because you know that we didn't have the internet like we do today and everything was much more in its infancy and you know it seemed
1: like yeah. there was more possible even though yeah. things were actually more limited back then than they are right.
0: now, yeah. I mean, this this talks like this, this book. It talks that like Open GL becomes a thing, um, oh yeah. Direct X becomes a thing, or the the concept of adding a graphics card and having three D acceleration in your games is a thing. I mean,
1: oh man, man, know, I so. gotta get, I I gotta read this then because and it's good. uh,
0: I got it. I read it through the cloud library. App. okay so uh
1: not hoopla but the other one the mm-hmm. whatever it's called yeah
0: Club, it's called cloud library cloud oh, okay. library what it's what's called. um because it's not a first it's unfortunately wasn't it in um physical anywhere so i don't know what Good i'm to gonna know. read next i don't i i'm looking for my next thing i i know uh jason schreier's working on his next book Ooh. um so that'll be something down the road but i i kind of maybe we need to go into fiction for a little bit i don't know we'll see um <sighs> it's been, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd love to read more books like this, but I don't, I, there's really not a lot out there. You know, there's stories about like, you know, Silicon Valley or other tech stuff, but I, I, I wish there was more quality things. of Like there's all these books like the history of video games. I'm like, mm, no, yeah. I don't want that crap. You know, so uh, if anyone has any recommendations, please send them my way. But I, this is good. I, I'm little well, disappointed I waited so long. Cause I think, I think that there was a stigma to me that this game was, since this book was older, that I wouldn't enjoy that much, mm-hmm. but it was, it was really good. Hmm. Really good. So I knew you were kind of,
1: you were, weren't sure about it on past yeah. shows. You were like, I don't know if I want to read it.
0: It was good though. I'm glad I did. It was a really nice. good read. And it's like uh 300 with the acknowledgements and the notes. It's like 308 pages. So it's not, it's not like trying to read the history of the future, which is, you know, much <laughs> like twice that much. So,
1: Oh boy. I still have that on my to-do yeah, list. So. You're going
0: to love that. I mean, I know it's going to be daunting to make time for it, but. I think you'd really, you really enjoy it. If I like it you, enough, I make time. You have time. that first-person involvement in the media, that's in true. the medium. You
1: know, I was there so. on day one. Well, not day one because it took a while
0: for it to get there. It but when while, it finally but... got there, and that's our show. That is it. That's it. I mean, as always, we have an OC remix to play us out. Yeah. Um. So let me do a, this Patreon spiel, and then we'll get to that. So I have to say thank you to all of our patrons. I want to see, you know, even past and present and maybe future, you know, uh, thank you guys for your support. You know, we know, um, summer and budgets and things make things difficult for people and you got to jump in, you got to jump out. But if you, if you support us for a month and you've been here the whole time, we thank you for, for doing that. Because yes, we do. You helped us do great things and we, we, we know the value, as we say on the show, we know the value of a dollar, you know, we don't throw our money around lightly and we don't want you to either. So, um, Thank you for any support you've given us over this past, gosh, I don't know how long we've had the patronage now, Patreon page, year, year and a half. I don't know. Something yeah, like man, that now. Yeah. So thank you all of our patrons, but a special thanks to our Arbiters of Awesomeness, Josh Brown, Kyle Heyman, Tyler Rowland, Tom Servo, Matt Knight, our executive of Excellence, Edwin Callow, and Bao, before the Crusaders of the Legion, Dan Anthony and Devin Tyus. We thank you all for your support. And if you want to join the Flex Legion on Patreon, please check out patreon.com slash to play us out tonight. For mostly remix, we had randomly selected a song coming from Donkey Kong 64. Did you see it? It's, by it's our by? favorite remixer, <laughs> Rebecca E Trip, which I feel bad because we have shit on her so many times. And maybe it a privilege. This, maybe is, this is the good thing, though. It's at the end of the That's show. That's what I was just going to say. Before, it could kind of kill the mood and bring the energy down. I think now it's at the end of the show. If you want to listen to it, you can. If it's not your thing, you can just. Archive the show and you go on to your next one. But this is called Crystal Bound Chant. It's by Rebecca E. Tripp. It's from Donkey Kong 64, released 1999 on the Nintendo 64 by Nintendo. We've got uh, three songs, Crystal Caves, Ice Cave Chant, and In a Snowbound Land. Also called Clapper's Cavern. The music originally produced by Grant Kirkhope, the famous, the lovely Grant Kirkhope. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I don't know. But hey, on behalf of myself and Lucas, thank you for listening to the show. We will be back next week for some more Flux to Pose. Mm -hmm. That's all I got. We're going to play the remix. See you guys. (laughs) Bye-bye, everyone.
1: How long is he going to do this for? Here we go.